The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is brought to you in part by the Pop Insider. The Pop Insider has all the latest in news, merch reviews, and other geeky goodness. Whether you're a wizard, a Sith Lord, or a superhero, fuel your fandom at thepopinsider.com. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. to another episode of Wookiee Radio. It is the Smugglers 3 minus 1 because somebody decided they wanted to go catch a, a hollow film of a space slug and giant rancor fighting. I don't know. <laughs> um, but at the moment... Shameful. <laughs> very shameful. Uh, but at the moment, we do have two of the Smugglers 3. It's Derek and myself, Mike. Ken will join in progress. But we are also being joined by the fine folks of a great podcast, which I have, but forgive me, it's been one of those weeks. From the <laughs> Hollow Net Marauders, we have AJ, Matt, and Jam. How are you guys doing? Hey, we're doing great. Thank you yeah, for having well. us. <laughs> I l- absolutely love your intro. Oh, like, thank you. you. You can't see it through the podcast so far, but I was smiling so wide during that, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing. <laughs> Nothing like the Star Wars main title played on backpipes. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> so um, tell us a little bit about y'all's show and how y'all came together. Uh, Jamie, do you want to tell it? Yeah, sure. Uh, so for Holland Up Marauders, our background, uh, AJ, Matt, and I, we met in college. That's the story. And, uh, well, we bonded over Star Wars. And so the past year or so, we started Holland Up Marauders. And it is a podcast. It's a blog. It's a couple different things. But we just wanted to, like... Uh, we just wanted to like spread more positivity amongst the fandom and just like spread that love overall because we're all relatively younger fans. Like we grew up with the prequels and fell in love with the sequels as they came out. And so, yeah, we just wanted to spread that positivity overall. And that's just our goal with Hollow Net Marauders. Okay. So, yeah, we, 
Go ahead. Uh, sorry. Yeah, we um, right before Star Wars Celebration Chicago, we all kind of got together with a friend uh, who also came with us, and we kind of all we were in a car, a long car ride, and we kind of decided we wanted to make something eventually um, that did spread that positivity like that because we, you know, we could notice the the negativity and the fandom and the toxicity. So um, eventually, we did that. But going to Star Wars Celebration for the first time in Chicago was just like a huge spark and meeting all these people in person. And it was, it was just such a good time. Getting to see like the non online portion of the fan base, seeing like everybody gathered together, like face to face. Uh, it's definitely a way different experience when you're not like behind a screen in front of a keyboard, you're actually like meeting and talking to people in person about star Wars uh, that you've never met before. It's, Definitely surreal. I don't think I've ever really made a ton of connections with people uh, in person over Star Wars. Uh, it was always just like online. Um, so, of course, like me, Jamie and AJ uh, meeting and, and kind of forming that bond and then getting to share that with other people with Celebration. Yeah, that was definitely like the spark of being able to talk to talk about Star Wars. Okay. So was Celebration Chicago y'all's first Celebration? Or have y'all been yeah. to others? Yeah, that was our no, first. Yeah, that was our first. That was our first. Uh, we'd all been to like conventions beforehand. I actually, Matt, had you been to a convention before Celebration? I'd gone to PAX East once. Okay. And that was yeah. and that was, like briefly. So that was really my first like big convention experience where I was you know totally involved in what I was there for and just like having a ball. Yeah, like uh, AJ and I both um, go to like all like the conventions in the Boston area. We have for like the past like handful of years and then like once uh, celebration chicago came about we're like you know what it's finally the year in which things have like lined up appropriately for us to actually go so we jumped forward and went and we're never missing another one again pretty much definitely definitely not so you guys are all in the boston area i'm assuming based on that comment yes yeah, yeah. definitely mm-hmm. yep oh there. cool where are you from hmm if this i don't want to like give away like my exact like <laughs> triangulated coordinates. No, you don't have to give me exact. Just say east, west, central, oh, eastern mass. I'm just north of Boston. Uh, yeah. yeah, we're just south of Boston. Just south so. of Boston. I'm in it's, central mass. There we go. Very really? Nice. Well, wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Let's say uh, I'll say Wistikini. Nice. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right. And uh, Ken's in Ohio. Uh, Akron area, and I'm down mm-hmm. in Kissimmee area or Orlando area. Oh wow! Oh, nice. nice. Wow, so you guys so, are yeah, everybody. Spread yeah, out. we we all just went to school with each other and ended up staying in the area. So that's just how that went. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, since the whole gang is here, I'm gonna say I'm gonna throw a little bit of this at you guys. Make oh, man. this by myself. No, I thought I might, I might get a chance to miss that. <laughs> oh, you're here. Ken's here. So I'm a little nervous to ask what this music means. Ah. You should be. <laughs> <laughs> you will be. Oh, no. So it sounds like, okay, just gotta ask of the three of y'all, how many have listened to the show before? Obviously, Jamie has not. Mm-hmm. I have. I, I listened um, to. Uh, I listened to your. 
episodes. Previous two episodes. The one with uh, Three Men and a Baby Yoda from Australia. Okay. Uh, uh, that's so I think I know what's coming. I think. This is Smuggler's Feud. No, you have no idea. <laughs> oh, no. This is based on the game Star Wars Family Feud. Ah. Okay. Um, okay. A little bit different. See how much I can screw up Which the rules. Loosely tonight. based on Star Wars. Very loosely. Let's see how much I screw up the rules tonight. Um, we go back and forth. He'll write them down so that he remembers them. I still have <laughs> I'm lucky I remember my name after the training <laughs> of the new position I went through last week. Um, we go back and forth each round. You either get the answer right or you get a strike. Um, highest answer wins the tie break in case of a round ends with both teams getting a strike or we clear the card. So instead of one side going until they get three strikes and the other side trying to steal, we just go back and forth. Um, depending on the question, depends on whether you think very hard like a Star Wars fan or you think very not hard like a Star Wars fan. So <laughs> I will leave it up to Hollow Net Marauders. Y'all pick cards one, two, or three. Hmm. I like the number three. Yeah, I was feeling three, too. Yeah, so. go with three. <laughs> Just remember what Akbar said. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I have it. Mm. It's a trap! Perfect. There it is. <laughs> All right. Name a place mm-hmm. you can find Han Solo or Han Solo, since it's bo- pronounced both ways in the movie. There are six answers on the board. Name a that place. Name just, a, just six. Yeah. Name a place you can find Han, Han, Solo. And for the record, it is not Han's Solo. Mm-hmm. So, Holonet Marauders, y'all get to start first. Hmm. On the Millennium Falcon? The obvious one. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> hey. Number one. That, that yes, wasn't sir. there. I was just going <laughs> to... Give up. <laughs> I'm like, uh-huh. Number one. Do we keep answer. rattling them off? Nope. Back over. No, we go back and forth. No. Oh, okay, okay. In a cantina or I a bar. I thought. I mean, that's the first place you ever that's meet him in the movie. I was going to say most likely cantina, but yeah, that'll work. That's probably better. So, what are y'all going with? In a cantina, cantina. or a bar? I need y'all to give one or the other. <laughs> cantina. Really? Number two. That means they're both yeah. on there, is what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right. Well, I guess we'll take um, a freebie and, and go with a bar. Number three. <laughs> I'm just thinking of uh, Han Solo with the beard in Battlefront 2. Oh, yeah. Walking around <laughs> that <Madonna>. castle. <laughs> Weird, those are different to me, but anyway. <laughs> Back to Wookiee Radio. What do you think, Derek? At a card table? Sure, why not? Playing cards or at a card table gambling? 
Number six, gambling. Two answers left. In carbonite. And one and one of the and one of these answers has Ooh, already like been that. said. That's nice. Really? I think we're going with, with we're going I with like AJ's answer that. though. Yeah. In carbonite. Oh, strike one. I'm sorry, guys. No, man. Okay. Good answer. Yeah. Hmm. Back over to Wookie Radio. Uh, okay, you said one of the two answers at the left have we've already said once, so. Yep. Now we it got to said in conversation. I'm not saying which side hmm. said it. This is a great little icebreaker when new podcasts come on or new creators come on the show. Yeah, yeah you, you easy for you to say. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to play it. No, I got to just remember the rules. What do you think, Derek? Oh, it's so hard to just narrow it down to. Um, I don't know. You got any idea? Working on the Millennium Falcon, maybe? No, I already said Millennium Mixing Falcon. Something? <laughs> maybe uh, on. What? Trying to think where we've seen him actually in the movies that they would think would be a thing. Maybe on Hoth at Echo Base? Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. We can try that one. Let's go with that. At Echo Base or on Hoth? Mm-hmm. Strike one, Wookiee mm-hmm. Radio. Okay, so he mentioned that it came up in conversation before, and I mentioned Han at Maz's castle before. I was so thinking that, too. Are you thinking Maz's Talk castle? Talk For about mentioned things castle. before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's go with that. On Taco Donna at Maz's castle. These are big stakes, so. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, man. I have a good backup, but we'll see. All right. Back to Wookie Radio. Mm. Mm. Uh, hmm. What answers have been said already? Millennium Falcon, Cantina, Bar, Gambling. About in Carbonite. No, they already said that. They've said that, and they got that. That's that how they got wrong. their first strike. Uh, 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 Jabba's Palace, maybe. Ooh. I was thinking either that or the Death Star. Final answer. Go ahead, Derek. Uh, I'll go with Java's Palace, I guess. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm-mm. Okay. So I, I want to see something like with Princess Leia, but I mean, like, should we do like a specific? That's mm. what I'm worried about mm. because, like, I think I like her that. Arguing with her or just like with Princess Leia. What do you think? I like, I like it. It's, it out, it's out of the outside the box. Two left, two on the board, and I can't think of anything else really. Um, so yeah, I guess okay. uh, I'll vote for that. Yeah, I like that. Okay, so just with Leia. Too much outside the box. So what's the score right now? Three strikes to two. If y'all who has the three, they we do. do. We, we do. do. If y'all strike mm-hmm. out, they win because they got the they got the number one answer. <laughs> Pressure's on. Ah, no pressure. <sighs> Since Cantina and Bar were separate, would playing cards and gambling be separate, you think? Or at a card table and gambling? He said we had mentioned it earlier. Yeah, but Mike just said gambling. Yeah, gambling. 
but they could just say cards separate. I don't know. Yeah, but when you guys okay, when you guys uh, gave me the answer, you said playing cards or gambling, and I gave you gambling yeah. because you said gambling, so that incorporates the others as well. Okay. Sometimes mm. I have fun torturing my own guys. <laughs> well, that's just the way this game is. We've had questions where Darth Vader, if Darth Vader, and Anakin Skywalker are both separate answers. That is yeah. a true statement, though. I guess. I guess. Yeah, that's yeah. tricky. But George Lucas oh. wrote that question. Well, depending on the circumstance. Yeah. yeah. You want to go with Death Star? Since that's the only one we've come up with that we haven't tried yet. Might as well. Let's see. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Hollow Net Marauders you, with the win. We eat that. Nice. <laughs> that. Nice job. So, what guys. were the other two? The other I bet two, one of them was Rebel Base. Just generic. The other two. Mm. Number five, Tatooine. Oh. Uh, okay. I guess, yeah. Number That's one we had mentioned. Number No. Number no? four. Moss Eisley. That's uh, the one that was mentioned. So, okay. That's so I guess like Moss Eisley in general, not just the cantina. Moss yeah. Eisley's yeah. not on Tatooine. Cantina's not. Anyway. <laughs> Interesting. Layers. Yeah, all three of those are the same. <laughs> so half of, half of the time he's on Tatooine. <laughs> so um, let's jump right into uh, big news that came out earlier this week. The Kenobi casting. Yeah. And the fact that they yeah. are jumping into uh, production soon. Um, yeah, that was very exciting. Um, I am trying to. I've got my article, but it doesn't say when they. Yeah, I knew, I just production started soon. I think yeah, they said it's starting soon. Announced this soon because um, there's been rumors all over the place that they're prepping. They've been prepping in. Um, Outside London for like the last yeah. two or three months, it seems like. Yeah. Not just outside London, Boston, England <laughs> created a bunch of confusion yeah. here yes. for quite yeah. for, for like a good month where people were scrambling. Like, oh my God, is Kenobi filming in Boston, Mass? Oh my God. <laughs> no, no, I was Boston trying to figure out how I was going to get on set. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Same. It was, a, it was an exciting uh, two weeks that we thought it was Boston, Mass. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, well. No. Mm, yeah, no. The announced cast, uh, we have Moses Ingram, Joel Egerton, Robert Friend, or Rupert Friend, Indira Varma, Kamal Najimi, Sung Kang, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Simone Kessel, Benny Softie, uh, a, a previous guest on the show who we kind of was hoping if they did a Kenobi series or a series, another series, it would be involved around Tatooine, Bonnie Peace. So, so glad right. to see, mm-hmm. see nice. our, our wishes with her come true. Uh, Hayden Christensen. Yeah, I was happy to see that. And Ewan McGregor. I'm so upset about that one. <laughs> yeah, see, four of them. The four of them we knew were pretty much going to be in it because we knew um, Hayden and Ewan have been announced a while ago. Right, if you're doing yeah. this on Tatooine with Kenobi, in between um, episodes three and four, you're going to get Joel Edgerton and Bonnie Peace because that's Owen and Baru. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, and, the, 
the dynamic between Kenobi and uh, Uncle Owen is like legendary. You know, we see we've got like glimpses of it in the um, journals of Ben Kenobi comic series or the comics that they did in the Star Wars series. But then also a bunch of legend stories are, are pretty famous for. They're like interactions. Well, e- even in the regular Star Wars comics, um, we see some flashbacks with the uh, like when they did some some of the backstories in the back of the book. There was one or two with Kenobi. Um, I, I want to say it was around the time that um, Boba Fett. It was in the first volume during the time period between A New Hope and. Empire. Yeah. Where Boba Fett when, goes back to um, Kenobi's homestead. Oh, right. After, yeah. and, and then I think either that issue or the next issue, there was a flashback of Kenobi talking with, the, with Uncle Owen and Uncle Owen being very adamant, leave him alone, mm. referring to Luke. Yeah, that's it. That'll, yeah. that'll be interesting, uh, an interesting dynamic in the show. Because Luke will be what, 10? About 10. Yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. release also announced that it will be taking place 10 years after the events of Revenge of the Sith. And this is something that I found super interesting because uh, from what we know of the timeline so far, um, Jedi Fallen Order is five years after Revenge of the Sith. And Solo mm. is also 10 years after. Uh, well, the main story of Solo is 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. So these stories will be taking place at the same time. Not like we're going to come across a young Han Solo and Enfys Nest. I can dream. But the <laughs> they're happening at the same time, though. And on top of that, Star Wars Rebels takes place five years after right. yeah. this series. Right. I have kind of a crazy idea, though. Since we know Hayden Christensen is playing Darth Vader, mm-hmm. what's the chances that um, – because obviously you're not going to see him at all if he's actually in the suit, and obviously Vader can't do anything. But are we going to get some flashbacks of Anakin and Obi-Wan training at some point? That's what I'm thinking, yeah. It talks about um, – because you know Obi-Wan's going to be um, contemplating where it went wrong with Anakin and stuff. So I'm thinking we're going to get some um, – at least one episode that will be flashbacks. That would be that could awesome be cool. to see. Because, like, Clone Wars fleshes out Anakin and Obi-Wan, like, a lot and does a really good job with that. But I'd love to see, like, Hayden Christensen and Ian McGregor, like, in those roles. Yeah. Kind of. Mm. And also, we the Clone Wars, we see it from the point of view of everything's going good and everything's great. And then out of nowhere, Anakin's fall comes out of nowhere compared to what everybody sees. Mm -hmm. Well, now Obi-Wan can look back on it. After everything happened, to see where was the, was there any kind of um, thing you could have done different? Yeah, yeah, I think that they'll definitely like make use of flashbacks. I mean, with um, newer Star Wars, they really have started to use more flashbacks. Obviously, we have flashbacks in like last the Last Jedi, and then the couple in Mandalorian, and so like we will like be getting like more of them. Like you can like definitely count on it. Plus, you're not going to just cast Hayden Christensen to just play Darth Vader. He's definitely going to be Anakin again. Right. Yeah. Right. Also. Mm-hmm. Hayden may only be in one or two episodes and uh, all the rest of these too. Cause remember Mandalorian casting, we heard all this and most yep. of the people you hear about on there have like one or two episodes per season. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We have no idea how the flow is going to go with like this, like series, like at all, like obviously it's the limited series, but we're not going right. to be seeing all these people the entire time. I wish, but mm. or not. <laughs> What's the, isn't the rumors that this one's only supposed to be like six episodes or something like that. And that's it. Yeah, yeah. Six to eight, yeah. it as a limited series. I've heard anywhere from four to eight. Okay. Uh, six episodes. 
Hmm. Was what it's supposed to go. I hope they're all at least like forty minutes to an hour long. I mean, yes, that would be great. Like yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier. That's yeah, what I, yeah, exactly. Like Falcon and Winter Soldier has hit that good like forty-five minute and over time that like WandaVision and Mandalorian were like skirting, but not really. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like every week, I was t- turning on Disney Plus, being like, "Come on, please be over like thirty minutes." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, WandaVision was worse because it was um, really only like 20, 25 minutes and 10 minutes of credits. Yeah. yeah. Are right. so long, yeah. <laughs> I still can't like believe that the credits are so long for the Marvel shows. Like it's, yeah. oh uh, it's just something else. <laughs> now at the, mo- at the moment, according to IMDB, they have listed Hayden Christensen. They have listed everyone who we mentioned in the cast appearing in all six episodes, which... Huh. I don't that see might, that possible. Yeah, yeah. It might be like a placeholder thing for now. It yeah, I have to it's filled yeah. out on the um, production staff just to say, here it is. Mm-hmm. So half the time, it's not somebody on the cast. It's whoever the actual person on the cast is, is put their own name on it. Yeah, That's actually. Yeah. But Everything the, was popping up that way. But the only only characters listed is Darth Vader, Owen Lars, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and Beru. Everyone they're, else, they're the only ones we know. Right. So... I mean, right. still pretty good. You know, nice having the casting. Um, it will be interesting to see what the characters are and who they will be. Yeah, I yeah. did. Um, when the, yeah, when the news I mean, broke, I did a deep dive on like who everyone was because like I recognized like a small handful of them, like outside of like the regulars. Like I recognized Moses, Kumail, um, O'Shea, and Sung Kang. Absolutely love Sung Kang first of all because he's Han and Fast and the Furious, and yep. that yeah. has always been my favorite character of all since 2006 when it's Tokyo Drift came out. It's always been Han. Yeah, like his character name is literally Han Seol O, which is. The best reference you can ever make, but like I'm yeah, super but, intrigued to see like who he's going to be like but they, in this. They actually changed his last name later yeah, in the films so, to Han Soto. There's, uh, yeah. yeah, there's been like a few like different things. Like he has like multiple like aliases, and so like his like actual last name is like Lue L U E, but yeah. like he has like the multiple aliases, and I don't know. I'm very excited for him to show up. Yeah, now, Kamal, I I have recognized. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yep. Super recognizable from um, the movie The Big Sec, and then he was in um, Silicon Valley as well. So yeah, he's gotten super buff recently for his uh, appearance in the Eternals. In Silicon Valley. Right. He's going to be in the Eternals also. Yeah. That's right. And he almost has the Disney hat trick. <laughs> <laughs> almost. Yeah. Just almost needs, there. Uh, right now, the only person who's got the Disney hat trick is uh, Ming Na Wen. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love McNaughton. Um, I was also super surprised to see um O'Shea Jackson Jr. like another like under the radar actor like again out of the blue. Um, obviously he looks just like Ice Cube because he's Ice Cube's son. <laughs> uh, right. So like uh he starred as Ice Cube in Straight Outta Compton, which is low key one of my favorite films of all time. And so like it's like kind of crazy that they adapted over to this. He hasn't like done like much else like acting wise. Um he's done like a little bit of music and just like other like smaller things. But it'll be interesting to see like what kind of character he really plays because honestly the only acting he's done so far has just been like his father. <laughs> and then he was in um I believe it last year or so he was in Just Mercy, which was um he was um I'm rereading what I wrote about this. Uh, he was in Just Mercy, and he was a wrongfully convicted, a wrongfully convicted murder suspect in that movie. So like, 
I don't know. He could do. He was it. also in uh, Godzilla: King of the Monsters. He was. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Soldier, one of the soldiers, yeah. the light cracking guy in the back. Forgot about that. Okay. I think my favorite thing about Star Wars casting lists is that they give you like the pictures of all these people, and I can't help but like let my mind wander and be like, oh, where would this face fit in? You know, this character or whatever. But I also remember before like. The Force Awakens came out and people were like, wow, Lupita Nyong'o is going to be in Star Wars. And it's like, I could never picture Lupita Nyong'o's role in in Star Wars based on just the cast list. I definitely expect no. a lot of these people to be yeah. there. Yeah, you never know what that what, what in Star Wars. Like you might not ever even see their actual face. Exactly. Right. So to me, I'm sitting here looking at like Rupert Friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first First thing that comes to mind, what if he is Cad Bane? Ooh. Hanging Jeez, out on Tatooine. That's a hot take. That'd be great. That is a really hot take. Because he, he's, huh. he, he's almost got that look. And yeah. I think he could easily pull off the voice. Well, the cool thing with Cad Bane would be that there's enough prosthetics in um, CG that's going to be involved that you could put anybody in that. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Rupert Friend is also, like, super, like, action-oriented, because, like, while I was, like, looking this up, I have the funnest of fun facts here. So, Rupert Friend was actually Agent 47 in the 2015 Hitman movie, and, yep. uh, you know, back in, like, 2007, Timothy Oliphant was Agent 47. <laughs> hmm. So, Star Wars is two for two for hiring uh, Hitman. So, there you go. Maybe, yeah, he's, maybe a couple he's of gunslingers. Of, a couple uh, of marshals out there. No, Eight. I doubt they'd, like, do that again, but I love that um, Cad Bane... Theory. I do. Really cool. Theory. That's got me thinking now, for sure. So, and then could we have a surprise announcement that's not listed of potentially Ming Na Wen coming in and they they do the CGI de aging and bring her back as Finnick? Hmm. Maybe. Maybe would like that. I would. I mean, I would love that. I love Ming Na Wen and like I love Finnick Shans. Like, Ming-Na Wen is, like, my actual number one because, like, as a girl who was born in the 90s, like, you obviously, like, Mulan was, like, my Disney princess. And so, like, I've always loved her from that. But um, that would be, like, interesting. I mean, like, she's already been – we've seen her, like, older and we're going to see her younger now. So it could be, like, a pleasant surprise. Know. But would she be back on Tatooine, like, so soon? I'm still – I'm iffy still on the de-aging technology. Sometimes it's really good and sometimes it's eh. – Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah, I agree. I get that. I don't know how much she would be in this, considering um, they're in the process of filming uh, Obi Wan, right? Or the um, Bo- Book of Boba Fett, and right. she's in, she's yeah. a main character in that. Right, right. Then again, mm-hmm. I've heard rumors about another surprise appearance um, to Mir Morrison as be in anything. Commander <laughs> Cody hunted down Obi Wan. Uh, oh, that's as kind of like a white whale situation. Right, I heard that. Yeah, which I yeah. think would be absolutely. Awesome. I think that would be so cool. Um, but obviously they wouldn't reveal that, you know, any kind of twist right. in, the, in the cast right. list or anything like that. He, he'd be very busy. He, uh, yeah. Doing that, doing Book of Boba Fett, doing Mando season three. You know, any, he could be in anything, really. And I think that another surprise, you know, cameo would also have to be Liam Neeson getting a Qui-Gon Force ghost in there. I'd love that. I almost think that's or a at least voice. Or at least voice. Because mm. yeah. remember, 
um, that was the that was part of the mission that Yoda gave Obi Wan was to learn from from Qui Gon. Right. They yeah. could flesh right. that out a lot more. You know, that's basically we got like that one line. Um, we see Yoda go through those kinds of trials in the Clone Wars, but we really haven't seen like Obi Wan do that or you know train for Force ghosting, anything like that. So yeah. Even if it's just voiceovers. Yeah. You know, communicating with them without the without the force ghost, just through uh, the force communication. Yeah. I'd love that. They could yeah. easily do it. They had him come back for the one line in Tross, so why yep. not? <laughs> they had him in Clone Wars doing that same thing, like the voiceover. Yep. And they reused mm-hmm. the line from the Phantom Menace in Attack of the Clones. I um, knew you were going to mention it. Oh, I knew you were going to mention it. I can't help myself. I'm sorry. Did, didn't, they use, didn't they use that same line again as well in Rise of Skywalker for Wygon's line? No, I think uh, no. I don't remember what his line was. I, I, I think actually, he, he says Ray. Obi-Wan says Ray. Luke says Ray. I think that Qui-Gon just says, is one of the voices that says Rise. But still, he's uh, there. <laughs> I think it's a new line. So moving on to another big announcement for the week. Uh, Bad Batch, trailer two released. Mm-hmm. And the announcement that the opening, that the first episode is going to be 70 minutes long. Yes. So excited. Happy May 4th. We were Seriously. just talking about run times. That's Perfect. Perfect. So, I'm super intrigued for Bad Batch. Like, I'm I'm most interested to find out. Like, will they run it um, like the Clone Wars did with the different arcs, or will they have an over overarching story like Rebels? Like, that's what I'm most interested in, to like find out first to see what they're going that, to try to do with it. That and I want to know the size the size of the season because yeah. Clone Wars when they had the full like 22 episode seasons was awesome. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And I don't. They're not going to do that for streaming. Yeah, I don't think they are. Yeah. Don't shoot the messenger here, but I've heard rumors six episodes for this season. Don't Ugh. don't quote me on that though. I've, that's only rumors. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I would, I'd be very sad for, for a first I'm going, season. I'm going to Twitter right now yeah, saying Matt from Hall Net Marauder says six <laughs> episodes. Please. Yeah, official leak. <laughs> I can um, see it being like twelve, just now, like six and seven was. The three we're gonna get on the day it premieres. Ooh. Oh no! Not that. It, no, it, no, no, no. If it if it means anything, according to IMDb, they only list three episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So obviously, there's going to be more. Yeah, I, I don't know. Know. It's going to be more than that. Seventy minutes for a show like this is three episodes, and you got to remember that that yep. Friday we're going to regular episode drop also. So there's actually mm-hmm. be the equivalent of four episodes that week. I mm-hmm. think somebody came to the conclusion based on. The fact that Loki is coming out like June or like July and it's only like six weeks between May 4th and Loki. And they weren't sure if they were going to do like overlapping Star Wars and Marvel shows. I don't think they're going to. They've not done it yet. Yeah. (sighs) No, but but the closest they're they're coming to an overlap, though, is like Falcon and Winter Soldier and uh, the Mighty Duck show. But that's that's not. Um, yeah, that's not Marvel and Star Wars. That's a, Disney is a totally separate entity. Yeah. Right. I mean, but like, you're we, still we taking love the Mighty yeah. Ducks, but that's not I mean, directly competing with Marvel right now. <laughs> Marvel and Star Wars is hitting generally the same audience. I mean, there's not there's some that is not crossover, but most of it crosses over between the two. Yeah. Right. Hmm. 
Um, I think at some point. Falcon Winter Soldier be over by May 4th? Oh, yeah. Falcon and Winter oh, Soldier oh, is yeah. six episodes a season. I know yeah, that. There's, there's, there's only, only four episodes left, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And actually, that does end right before May 4th. So. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, God. Six episodes for Bad Batch. I don't want to think about it. Well, actually, it would make it happen. Three, this, four. The three episodes for that premiere. Yeah. Uh, I, I, so Falcon uh, and Winter, Sol- Falcon and Winter Soldier is due to end on the 23rd. Okay. Yeah. About a week or so ahead of time. Yeah. I mean, like, if that premiere episode is, like you've been saying, like the three episodes in one, then it pretty much is setting us up for, like, arc-based storytelling again, which I'm totally fine with. I love the arcs. I love, like, watching them as a whole. Like, watching season seven of The Clone Wars, like, one episode at a time was kind of brutal at some points um, because you didn't have, like, the entire arc to just watch it once, and it's just one episode at a time. It's just like, "Mm, okay, here we go. Yeah. Part is we're back to Dave Filoni doing this to us again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Um, you know he loves sitting back and troll. Basically, he's the biggest troll out there. He's watching everything that everybody says on the internet, and he's like, "Ha ha, got him again." Yeah, he's just sitting there, <laughs> nice, just like well, ready to go. <laughs> if you if you take a look though in the trailer, we see at least three different arcs potentially. We see the formation of. Bad Batch, how they are a, a group created by Tarkin or engineered and created by Tarkin. Right. To be an elite, but there's a discipline problem they have. Then we see um, the Order 66, a, a brief glimpse into the Order 66 timeline. And then we see the post or the, the beginning of um, the Empire timeline. And then I'm assuming we're also seeing as the fourth time, uh, fourth potential arc, where you know they are separating themselves from the Empire because they they don't believe what was happening with the Empire is right. That's almost creating what we've talked about, the A Team of Star Wars. Yeah. yeah, I never thought or of that. Or that, that like could all, that could be all one arc with Flash. Yeah, that's I'm assuming that most of what we saw is gonna what we're gonna see on May fourth. We're probably gonna see all of that stuff. That's what yeah. he usually did with Clone Wars. There was uh, most of the trailer, the real trailer right. that he dropped before the season was uh, the first story arc, and then you might get one or two slight shots for later on in the season, but not much. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like. I feel like the first episode will just cover, like, uh, Echo joining the crew, finally. And um, the whole, like, him, like, joining and, like, learning about, like, just how the Bad Batch operates. And then Order 66 will happen and we'll have to relive that pain. And then just the early time of the Empire. And Tarkin noticing, hey, these guys got an attitude problem. And then maybe they'll probably just, like, disband from the Empire, like, in that moment. But who knows? Noticeably, Crosshairs is missing from, like, the majority of this trailer. (laughs) Which is interesting. Mm, yeah. Worrisome. What's also worrisome is uh, Rex and the boys wearing their very recognizable armor, like, after they've, like, defected from the Empire. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know what they're thinking right there. Still rocking the helmet for now. <laughs> Do you guys think hey, we'll see Ahsoka? Whether or not um, you're working for him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, if I, I don't think we're going to see Ahsoka. No. Yeah. Well, actually, I kind of hope not, because... Not, not in this series. Yeah, she she's she appears in everything basically. So yeah, well, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I think that maybe, like, little, so. yeah, if anything, like Rex might mention her in like conversations with Echo, possibly because um, Rex maybe, definitely yeah. needs to tell Echo about fives and all of that. Uh, That's yeah. going to wreck him. But um, I really like yeah. I'd really like to see the backstory on Wolf and Gregor and how they end up with Rex. And when we see them in Rebels, that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think we may get briefly with. Yeah, well, Tarkin issuing the order to go after and destroy Bad Batch mm-hmm. or, or Clone Force 99. Um, I would say if we get anything with Ahsoka, I would expect it to be a just a brief cameo uh, over over comms saying, hey, Rex is here. Mm-hmm. And maybe it, it's done with her as, as Fulcrum. And we that see a cool. reintroduction of Fulcrum yeah. again. And that would be nice to get Ashley Eckstein back in the role. Yeah. Yeah, it would just be like the beginning of and Fulcrum with, also. With them since giving it's right her after. her own show and everything. With her, them giving her her own show and everything. I don't. You don't want to overkill it. Right. Just yeah. have, you know, everything become the Ahsoka show. Yeah. Now, speaking of Ahsoka getting her own show. Would we want to see Ashley in the Ahsoka series? Like a cameo? That'd be cool. Or even mm-hmm. even as a bit, you know, maybe a reoccurring character. I'd like that. I'd like that a lot. Oh, yeah, It'd be pretty cool. It'd be, be probably cool. like a little weird just for like her to like, ex- like see like say, her yeah. other like self essentially like in the room. And then she's like, oh, wait, that's not me. Yeah, like, but, like alongside Ahsoka. Right. Yeah. But it, it would still be cool to like see. I like that idea. I wonder if deep down that that might bother her a little. Yeah, I've always wondered that. I imagine they probably like passed it by her or maybe even asked her to be live action Ahsoka and maybe she declined. I, I don't know what happened there. Oh. Maybe. I think they wanted a big name for the, for the Ahsoka show. I think that's it. Yeah. I, I seriously, knowing how she comes to the parks... Uh, and lately has been at uh, Hollywood Studios a lot. Mm-hmm. She embraces the Ahsoka character way too much to a pot potentially have turned it down. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially you know when the cosplay of that she did of Ahsoka <laughs> looks phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I doubt she turned it down. I mean, I'm sure she's not ultimately cool with it, but yeah, she's, she's down. I'm looking back. I think the last time she did any live action work at all was back in like maybe 2014. Yes. Yeah, I was just going to mention that. Like, maybe she just doesn't want to do like live action acting. Like, we don't we don't know her thought process. Maybe, maybe she just enjoys the voice acting overall. And like, she's super super engaged like with the community and obviously everything with her universe. So like, that's like more of her focus. And maybe she just straight up didn't want to pursue doing the live action work because voiceover is a different commitment, obviously, than spending all day on set and spending like half of the In day just makeup. getting ready to go on set. Yeah. So, right. Especially um, doing Ahsoka, you know, there's going to be a lot of um, a lot of physical work with it too. Right. So yeah. it, doing all the some stunts and things like that, and it's just it, it, Disney and Lucasfilm may not have approached her with it at all, just knowing that she's not an um, on-camera actress now. Well, I think yeah. I think they knew too. 
um, they were wanting Ahsoka to age a certain way. And Rosario Dawson fits that aging. Mm. Whereas Ashley, Ashley is, I mean, she's what, mid thirties and she's still got a baby face to her. Hmm. Ashley's also very small. She's she's short, and so like what, the way that Ahsoka is in Rebels, she's she's very tall. So like that would have been like something that would have had to been addressed as well, which you can't always fix uh, with movie magic because you're gonna have to have shots in which you see the entire body and standing next to someone else. So like it mm-hmm. it wouldn't have necessarily worked out um, hey, if they wanted Hobbit. to do it. True. I mean, yeah, yeah but like, <laughs> it, it looks a and little wonky sometimes when you look. At yeah. It every, yeah. So we're not talking like Tom Cruise, like and, filmmaking here. And I can I can attest <laughs> that she's short because yeah. uh, just to a bit of trivia. Uh, when I had her on Weeby Geeks, uh, this before Derek uh, was on Weeby Geeks with me, we discovered when I was at. When I first started work at Disney MGM Studios, she was also working there at the same time. We and we had crossed paths potentially in a in a backstage area, um, hmm. off and on. So that's cool. Yeah. That's, that's very really cool. cool. If I remember correctly, at one point during Star Wars Celebration, our Uber dropped us off at the wrong entrance, and it was pretty much the VIP, like, celebrity entrance. And so we were trying to make sure we could even go in that way, and, like, she was straight up leaving <laughs> with, like, someone else, but, like, kind of walking fast enough to, like, not get recognized. But she's, wear- she's wearing, like, the bright, like, orange Ahsoka stuff and has, like, the crazy, like, hairdos that she always does for appearances. <laughs> but she's very small. She's the sweetest, but she's very small. And yeah. I'm like, wow, there she goes. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see if I could, Wikipedia has stats on. Ashley is thirty nine. And wow, I didn't realize she was that old. I didn't realize she was that old either. But I'm but I, old. I was. I was. <laughs> Yeah, but I did have a pretty good guess though when I said you know she was initially uh, mid thirties. Said mid thirties, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I know they are they are living. Uh, they are back in this area, even though he is still working in baseball, even though he's retired. Um, he's probably coaching. He's he is coaching, but I think they are. L- they're living. I think she's living down here in their house here because she's she's been seen at the parks quite often. Yeah, I have a friend who does the personal shopping at, uh, at the parks just to like send stuff to people, and she like literally sees her like all the time. It's the craziest yeah. like phenomenon. You'll just walk by, and she's just like a, a fixture almost at the park at this point. I gotta meet her. This is yeah. At this point, they got a really good shot of just like finding her when you go down. <laughs> Uh, what is he doing now? Last I knew, he was with the Pittsburgh Pirates as a coach. Um, but they are not, no one's listening. I'm assuming this is her husband. This is her husband. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, okay, I, honestly, <laughs> I didn't know that. And for a while there, I, I was like, oh my God, I missed something. Like... Did I space out for that long? Based on that, stay on it. Uh, He is currently serving. 
as a special assistant in the operations department for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Oh, oh so you can probably do that from home. Yeah. Which he probably could and just go up as he needs to. But, I mean, he's also down here, you know, since spring training for Pittsburgh's down here. He's probably down here for spring training as well. So, um... Yeah, for you guys that didn't know, David Eckstein is her husband. He was, um, played shortstop for years for, um, who's it? San Diego. It just about it. San San Diego, the Diamondbacks, uh, the Angels. St. Louis, Mm. Toronto. He was all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) So, what type of things are we expecting or hoping to expect with, uh, with Bad Batch. Hmm. I'm hoping that they explain how the clones get phased out and how um, regular people get enlisted in the Empire's military. Like, it's a serious question I have. Like, are the yeah, clones given a retirement be, yeah. program? Like, what's going on with them? Like, yeah, are they given, like, are they going to get rebels, paid? Like, what happens? In Rebels, yeah. they're, they're living their own life. <laughs> yeah. But they contact the Empire, and the Empire's like, oh, it's just those, you know, clones living just out. old clones. <laughs> yeah. Like, like okay. I, I want to know, like, what the Empire's actual plan is for all of these soldiers that made it to the end of the war. Well, well thanks for uh, kind of killing off those Jedi, but I'll collect your paycheck after that. <laughs> yeah, I think we've already seen in the original trilogy movies, the Empire likes to just throw tons of stormtroopers at someone. Yeah, yeah. And they're cannon they're fodder. So yeah. you've got to think when the Empire first takes over and starts to um, tighten their grip on everything, a lot of small little rebellions will pop up. And I'm thinking either the clones that actually survive that, which is probably not many, uh, probably eventually just age out. Look at the age Rex looks when, he, when you get the Rebels. Right. He's way too to actually be a regular trooper. Yeah. Hmm. So I'm yeah, thinking that's, I mean, that's what happens. Let's face it, the clones are expendable. Exactly. Right. Why they were created. And the Empire probably goes through them faster than you can grow them. Because it still takes mm. five or five to ten years to have a fully clo- fully built clone. Yep. Yeah. Right. And I'm assuming so based on... It, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming based on the fact that, you know, that girl Omega, you know, is her name... She might be like the last clone or like the last, you know, maybe they yeah. ran out of genetic material or whatever else, you know, was going on. So maybe they just they stop out of necessity rather than choice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. remember, they lost Django after um, in episode two. Right. So at some point, unless they're going to find a different donor, they're they're just copying copies, which doesn't work well. Exactly. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. That's how you get the bad batch. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I think hey, they can, the, you know. For me, I think the thing that I found interesting though was Saul Guerrero. It mm, was yeah. not it was not Forrest Whitaker doing the voice. Yeah, where's Forrest? It was Did he Andrew do it Kishina. for the Did he do it for the Clone Wars episodes that I he's in? No. He he did it for season 7, yes. Okay. okay. So then yeah, that's odd. Huh. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Um, maybe he didn't want to keep doing it. Who knows? Yeah. He's a big time actor, you know. True. <laughs> True. 
But it was it was it was a big surprise to see Saw Gerrera, which it shouldn't have been that big of a surprise, but it was a big surprise yeah. enough because, like you just mentioned, like a lot of rebellions will be popping up um, with the clones alone, which is definitely what's going to be happening there at the Bad Batch. Is Saw is pretty much saying, "Hey, this sucks. You need to do something about it," and it, it'll be it'll be really cool to see. Well, another mm-hmm. good question with this is mm-hmm. um, Clone Force ninety nine. When it comes to Order sixty six. Did they not have the chips because of being mod- specially yeah. modified, or did they just ignore it? Were they oh. able to just ignore it because of it? Right. Yeah, that's, that's a great question. Question. Yeah. Don't follow it, obviously. Ah, uh, that yeah, well. that's like one of that's like number one out of the questions I have like about the Bad Batch. Like straight up, were the chips installed in their brains at all, or? What do they do when Order sixty six happens? Do they even know that it happened? Um, that'll just be really interesting. Yeah, to I mean. See. My guess is going to be they probably don't since they were batch, then they, they were not of since they were built but to Echo targets. Did. Echo but did, yeah. Echo did. So like there might be a situation in which like Echoes is straight up activated and everyone else is like, why are you acting like this? What's yeah, going on? True. So he's going to be that, he's coming after maybe, Jedi with his little nub hand. Ooh. Maybe when he was hooked up to all the the machinery, it like fried it or something. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah, he did get fried. Yeah. Now here here's maybe. the interesting interesting mm-hmm. thing. Um, Andrew Cashino was also the voice of Saul Guerrero in Star Wars The Clone Wars. Okay. Okay, so, so they got, the, they got the old actor. guy back. Yeah. They have the original Saul back. It wasn't Saul in Rebels also? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it was that briefly, was, but that was Forrest. Yeah. yeah. Same with uh, like Fallen Order. Fallen Order was also Forrest? I'm yes. pretty sure. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But, and, but, and, but Andrew Cashino did do uh, other voices in Fallen Order. Oh, Interesting. Cool I didn't know that. Huh. I love that appearance at Fallen Order. It was just another totally unexpected, but we should have seen this coming moment. You know, I'm trying to think of what he looks like in Fallen Order. Does he have... He looks closer he like to the, what he does in Rogue One. Oh, no. That's yeah. a rough five years for Saw then, because he doesn't look yeah. he doesn't look really that bad. In, it's in a rough... Badge. Think about this. It's a rough one year for Tarkin, because uh, we just recently rewatched the Citadel arc from the Clone Wars when um, they rescue Master um, Evan Peel and fail, but then they rescue Tarkin. And Tarkin has, like, all of his hair, and he doesn't look gray at all, but then, like, the Bad Batch, I'm assuming, takes a place about a year or so later, maybe two, and Tarkin's full gray. Like, yeah, maybe he dyed it for like <laughs> he dyed it gray. We know he's buff. We know he's like super buff <laughs> under that uniform. So maybe he dyed his hair. Maybe. Well, let's think about Obi Wan. Yeah, maybe he's on a Bob Barker. <laughs> look, look, look at how, look at how much Obi Wan ages. Yeah, if, yeah. if you think about this it, this is true. In, in a, yeah, he ages a lot in a twenty year gap from yeah. Revenge of the Sith mm-hmm. to A New Hope. Yeah, you got to remember on Tatooine, he's not done much moisturizing. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Double exactly. Double yeah. the skincare that he's just not, he just doesn't have the time to do. Following mm. different orbits, the years are longer. We don't know. It's don't something. Know. Two suns. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's got to be, that's going to be cause havoc. Well, also, if I remember, <laughs> when we first meet Sagarera in the Clone Wars, isn't he like a teenager, just a, maybe set 18, 19? Yeah. 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 He's, super young. he's only 20, 21, or he should be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Here's yeah. <laughs> another here's another interesting tidbit about uh Andrew Cashino. Previously married to Vanessa Marshall. Wow. Ooh. Ooh. That well, is an go. interesting tidbit. That's a good piece of trivia. Mm. 
did Star Wars make them not get married? They divorced. They divorced in 2000. They no were married in 2001, divorced in 2007. Okay. Yeah, way before, way before. Guilt free. Interesting. Okay. Oh, man. So. Um, then, uh, apparently, uh, according to comicbook.com, there is uh, Andor set photos that reveal a stormtrooper showdown. Right. Yeah, I saw those. It's like a small, like a small Star Wars esque town with a bunch of stormtroopers and like a giant crowd of extras. Yeah. Hmm. I love those kinds of shots. Those are like my favorites when they bring when they bring in like a ton of extras and just put like goofy masks on them and and just send them out. <laughs> send them on their way. It's great. I love that kind of stuff. <laughs> That's like literally like Matt's thing though. Like I don't know how much you guys have like listened to like our podcast, but like Matt could talk for like years about just like the aliens and like the background characters and like everything that's like the goofiness of Star Wars. Like I love it. That is one hundred percent his thing. And we're all just like Agent and I are like, okay, hey, we can get by <laughs> yeah, on this. They like, put up with it. <laughs> I like it. I appreciate it. Um from what I could tell in the shot that they're showing on Twitter, looks like there's a a pretty decent sized squad of uh, death troopers, maybe. Yeah, unless, I, th- I, think I we, saw some death troopers. Unless we are seeing shadow troopers for the first time. Ooh. Hmm. Oh, that's something I forgot. Um, they showed uh, shadow trooper ish uh, clones in the first Bad Batch trailer, but they didn't in the second one, which is interesting that they didn't reshare that footage. But yeah, different. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. It'd be cool to see some Imperial era ones, though, finally. Mm, but beyond that, it's hard to make out what some of these other costumes are. Yeah. Did you guys see the other thing floating around on like Reddit and Twitter about the Andor set with the possible Wookiee sighting? Oh, I did no. see that. No. <laughs> so, Matt, you probably know more, more about it than I do, but someone like... <laughs> The post was like, oh, some guy running a sewage job and outside of the set, like saw like a big hairy guy on set, like, a big hairy character that was brown. So everyone's like, oh, it's a Wookiee. Is that pretty much what it was, Matt? <laughs> yeah, it was it was literally that. Um, and people were like talking about whether or not it was a Gagorin, which is the uh, yeah. giant like white Yeti creature from Rogue One or it yeah. was a Wookiee. But people were saying that it's it's more likely that it's a Wookiee. Um, the way the person described it was like not uh, was more brown and like the hair was was more like a Wookiee than a Gagorin and a bunch of other stuff too. I forget I forget the details of it other than the fact that he was like, oh wow, Wookiee sighting. That's all you need to know. Yeah, so that's yeah. <laughs> it would make sense because you got to think. Um, According to what we've heard and what we've seen in Solo, the Wookiees were all slaves working on um, stuff in the Empire, so why wouldn't they have spies working through that also? Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The spy series, so. Really good. That's, that, yeah. that's an angle I never even thought of, like a Wookiee spy, like a Wookiee a informant Wookie or something. That's cool. <laughs> of course Wookiees can be spies. This is this is fantastic. I love yeah, this idea. The, this, the giant this is the idea. lumbering Sasquatch is, is the sneaky <laughs> one. You're never going to know. <laughs> Oh, exactly. Oops, I stumbled in. Slaves being basically the muscle, but Wookiees are very technologically advanced. I mean, they were um, yeah. just as advanced as everybody else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could totally see that. That's a great angle. 
And then uh, I guess to kind of quickly wrap things up with this final story, Aaron Kellyman compares Marvel and Star Wars since she is in Falcon and Winter Soldier. And, of course, she was in Frist Nest in Solo. Mm-hmm. Um, when, I guess, being interviewed on uh, comicbook.com, uh, she says uh, they're actually very similar in the way I feel about them. So they're one of the two biggest franchises there is. And to be part of both of them is very weird and surreal feeling. I feel very lucky. It doesn't quite feel real yet, but I don't know what's I don't know what's going to sink in. But yeah, it'd be incredible. Um she goes, there's definitely parallels. I feel like I did a bit of research. I didn't read the comics, but I researched Carl himself. There's definite similarities, but I also do feel that or Carly. Carl himself, but I also Car- do yeah. Yeah, Carl is the is the character in the comics, and they gender swapped the character right. for her role. Mm-hmm. But I do feel the feel like the way that Carly is written now is different. But I think people are going to enjoy, hopefully, the way she goes in the rest of her journey. I'm super excited to see it. Like with like Falcon and Winter Soldier, like ever ever since the first Captain America movie came out, Bucky has always I've been one of those people. Bucky is one of my favorite characters. Um, and then obviously yeah. everything has come up and down. And Falcon Winter Soldier came out, and I've been so excited. And seeing that Aaron Kellyman has like been in it was like the show immediately was like through the roof for hype for me. Like adding Aaron like even made it even higher because Enfys Nest is like low key like my favorite Star Wars character of all time. And so like just seeing her in another format is just like very, very cool to see. And I love seeing that report of um, they straight up asked her, like, would you ever like come back to Star Wars? And she's like, yeah, I'd be, I'd love to, if they ever like ask back cause she, cause she loved being Enfys and like, I love it. Like every once in a while, she'll post like a throwback to being on set of like her and like Jonas and he's like holding her as like Chewie. And I just, I just absolutely love to see it. And I hope that she does get to come back to Star Wars and the, it's wide open at this point as well for like some sort of cloud riders or crimson dawn type show to like start up, which would be incredible. And I would just love to see it. I find it really funny that she plays basically the same role or she seems to be playing basically the same role in this show and in solo, like the scrappy Robin hood esque underdog, you know, fighters who are the villains. And then, Mm -hmm. uh Oh, maybe they're not the villains. Uh, We'll see. I love it. I, I can't wait to see that. I was sitting there watching the episode of Falcon Winter Soldier, and and like the whole episode, I'm like, why does she look so familiar to me? <laughs> the whole time, I'm like, I know, oh, I've seen her before, and then I finally figured it out. I'm like, ah, yeah. it's yeah. so funny because she's very distinctive. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 Very exactly. distinctive. Yeah. She has the, the very brief appearance in like the first episode. Like I saw her hair, and I'm like, "There she is! Oh my gosh, it's happening! I forgot! Oh my gosh, it's happening!" Everyone stay calm. And AJ's like, "I'm very calm. Are you okay?" And I'm like, "No, I'm not okay." So that's just how every week goes with these episodes. So I had when I, when I first saw her, I'm like, "Okay, this is cool." Uh, my daughter had not seen the first episode, so when we watched the second episode last Friday. You recognize her? She goes, "Yeah, that's in for Nest." Like, all right, that's my girl. <laughs> I love it. Nice. That's great. I love to hear it. 
That's so good. The cool thing is this Friday coming up, obviously, when this show drops, everybody would have already seen it. But remember, this Friday, we get to watch Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then move right into Ewoks. Oh, Friday. Oh, my gosh. Cartoon plus the two Ewok movies. Oh, that's great. Oh, gosh. When do you guys other things I have to watch as well? Plus Star Wars. When do you guys usually... When do you guys usually watch the um, the new Disney Plus releases? Like, I'm guessing you guys don't stay up till like yeah, 3 a.m. because they're early shows. No, sometime on usually or Friday or Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sometime but during that weekend. Friday, so I'm gonna sit down and watch Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> I often watch them after we record We Be Geeks on Fridays. Yeah. Oh. So nice, cool, cool. Where can people find you guys online? That's Jamie's That's department. That's my thing? Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, the one who lists it. Well, on most social media, we are just to at Holland Up Marauders. On Twitter, it's Holland Up Marauder, but without the S because it's too long. Um, or you can just uh, check out our blog at hollandupmarauders.com, and then we have a full listing of all of our social media there. Right. Now, do you guys yourselves have independent uh, Twitter handles or social media that you want to share as well? Or just leave it to Holland at Marauders. You can just leave it for Holland at Marauders. Right. It's fine. You can find us through there. Awesome. And of course, you can also find us already did. Um, at Wookiee Radio, pretty much on all social media. Uh, thanks, you guys, for, for coming on and joining us this week. No, thank you. This yeah, was a blast. You. You know? Yeah, it really was. This it really was, was a blast. This was a lot of fun. And uh, I know we enjoyed having you. We'd love to have you back in the future. Uh, that stuff pops up. That'd be great. Yeah, thank you. Well, I look back. forward to the, the family feud part two. That's right. <laughs> a rematch. We need a rematch. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ken, Derek, any final thoughts? No, it's just great having you guys on here. This was awesome. Yeah. Um, that's about all I got. Well, on <laughs> Thanks that, so much. On that note, we'll leave it with this. Give the evacuation code signal. I can hold it. Pull out! No, I'm all right. I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2.